actually the only problem with this is none of us have this cool of a voice as I did. It's a scary, gruff voice. It kind of sounds like the introduction to uh, Law & Order, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> but it's not. Nope. What, what was it? What was it? It's a mystery. Oh, <laughs> it's a mystery, alright. <laughs> How old of a mystery? It's an unsolved mystery. Right. Was that like John Walsh mystery or? No, the guy kind of looked like John Walsh, but he wasn't John Walsh. Yeah. He was like some other guy. It had like the red lights that would come up, almost like neon unsolved mysteries. Tonight on unsolved mysteries. Oh yeah. Yeah. I never really watched that show. And then it would be like some crazy person that was like, "My dog was here, and then they were gone." <laughs> no, it was probably more serious stuff than that, but. I'm going to say, your eyes look very pretty tonight. Oh, I thank you. That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> They're sparkly. What about my eyes, Jeff? <laughs> well, Mr. Kent, <laughs> you're not out saving the world. No. I can see your eyes. You normally don't wear glasses during our recordings. No. My eyes messed up. I got to. <laughs> what happened? Kryptonite? Yes. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. You're having all sorts of problems. That's right. It's still kicking her off? <laughs> you got 99 problems, but Parababble ain't one? No, it's not. Nope. That no. was really hip. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are 19 and younger out there. Yeah. What's the matter? Why are you giving us secret, like, words? and? Oh, it's windy here secret? in the Parababble studio. Yeah, it's been a tornado here for, like, the last two months. It's pretty crazy out there right now. Climate change. That's the winds are going. The lightning might start at some point. It's the perfect setting for an unsolved mystery episode of Parababble. That's right. Wow, you led right in. Look at you. I'm on Almost a like you tonight. rehearsed or something. I know. Did you have to do speaking today or something? I did have to go to a lot of meetings today. Did you have to talk? Yeah, I always have to talk at meetings, even though I don't want to. Because you sound like you were like prepped and ready to speak. Well, thank you. Oh, glitter going, you're speaking, Rob's got one eye. <laughs> That's right. I'm just here. Mm-hmm. All together. Oh, the group's all together. I so want to say something, but I can't. For I'll save it for the next episode. 49. Episode 49. Episode. Before episode 50. <laughs> episode. That sounds like it's a disease. Yeah, it's so, a disease. Do we just want to do a little teaser for episode 50? Because... That's a pretty big deal. Well, you said 50. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that. But go on. Is Parababble over the hill then mm-hmm. at 50? Wait. Time out. <laughs> no. That was a gang up. I don't know what happens. Me neither. 60? 70? I'm kind of excited. We have to get there, though. Yeah, we do. we got to get through episode 49 first. Yep. 49 alone. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. What are we doing at? Two years now? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Just thinking about that driving into work today. It was like two years. Yeah. It was June. Was it June? Yeah. I actually have the picture. Took a picture. I'll have to look up the it. date. I want to say it was like the 20-something. Oh, we time-stamped yeah. it. Oh, we did. Did we bury it? Time capsule? It's an unsolved mystery. Look no at it. I think knows. this whole... This is going to tie in nice tonight. This whole little No one mystery. knows. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what tonight's show is. So, um, I'm Allison. I'm Jerf. I'm Rob. And that's what we're talking about tonight. That's right. Episode 49. Unsolved Mysteries. That's right. Or the lint in your pocket. So that intro that we had was for the 1980s show, Unsolved Mysteries. 
Rob, have you ever even seen an episode of that show? Maybe, in reruns. When you were still in a crib? Oh, I would have been young. Yeah, it would have been the 90s. So. Yeah. It's almost like lots of things we do you don't see. <laughs> and it's not, it's not, not affecting with the, well, uh, the, the glasses and stuff. It's, yeah. But the show. Mm-hmm. And you're not really missing much. You're just missing like bad reenactments, some cheesy special effects. effects. And some really neat hair by the announcer. Did they ever even solve any of those mysteries? I think that would have defeated the purpose of the show, wouldn't it have? Well, that was the whole purpose, is that they were trying to get people to know what happened in case anyone had any information. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe they did. I don't know. I didn't research that. Unsolved mysteries become solved. I mean, would you walk away from the show going, Oh, well, I don't know how that ended. Oh, shit, anyway. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want that. I want the end. Yeah. So you didn't research any of that, but what did you research? Unsolved mysteries. Like, not the show, like, an actual, actual mysteries. mysteries. So did I. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's more fun than watching a TV show from the 80s with bad hair. I kind of want to go to the place that I researched. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think it would be pretty neat to check it out. Well, where is what it island? At? It's not even on an <laughs> island. It's in Georgia. It's hot. It is. Really hot and sticky. Where in Georgia? Are we in the forest? Um, no, we're not in the forest. We're just in the middle of a tiny little town that only has 5,000 people that live in it. Okay. Right? Peaked. Peaked interest. Yeah. So, um, my unsolved mysteries is the Georgia Guidestones. Have you heard about this before? Never. Nope. Oh my god, this is going to be so fun because you don't know anything about it. We're clueless. So, Georgia Guidestones, a.k.a. American Stonehenge. Still not ringing any bells? I've heard stories about a version of American Stonehenge, but... So this is pretty crazy. So in Edelburton, Georgia, um, it's a very small little town, this uh, monument just kind of showed up. And there's a lot of mystery and conspiracy around what the monument means and how it got there. So, it's a granite, granite monument. It um, showed up in 1980, March of 1980. Hi, I'm here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but the really crazy thing is that it has a set of ten guidelines written in eight languages on four stone pillars. So, it's got one stone pillar in the middle, and it's got four pillars around it, and then there's a capstone that goes over all of it. Alex, I can solve this mystery. Yes. Somebody wanted recognition and have our own Stonehenge, so they went out and did it on their own. Probably. They know <laughs> who commissioned it, but the Don't problem know. is is that they've never been able to find out the person's real identity. So it was commissioned so, by a man called R.C. Christian. Oh, boy. And his group. Oh, he's got a group? But no one knows who they really are. So it's a cult. It's something strange. So people have theories that this is everything from the new Ten Commandments to the makings of the New World Order to all kinds of things. Um, do you want to know what the Ten Commandments are? Because they're a little weird. I have a question, though. What? So this popped up in the 80s, 1980? Yeah. Said, huh, March of 1980. It, the like, people that had it constructed, they went to like this... Okay, so... Elbert County is known for granite in Georgia. That's like what they're known for. So this group commissioned a quarry to make this monument. 
pay them to do it, but they wanted to remain anonymous. So all they know is that it's from this RC Christian. That's what they know him as. But anywhere in that <clears throat> article talking about this, do they say, oh, the sunset, and then the next morning, like, did it, no one saw this thing going up? It just, nope. like, it's just not there, then there. So they probably made it somewhere in it, and they yeah. just right. snuck it in when no one was looking. So it's got all these guidelines written in eight languages around the different stones, and then the capstone has a saying on it that's written in four classic languages, Babylonian, classic Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphs. Okay, so that's weird in itself. The stones, the tab, the slabs were constructed so that there are things that have to do with like the planetary alignments also. So before we get into all that, let me just go through what these no. guidelines are, okay? Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So they want to trim some people off the planet? They want to trim a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge chunk of the population. Yeah. Um, number two is guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Well, then you're going to keep like only the healthiest. Which, okay. yeah. Number Survive three is unite humanity with a living new language. So now we got to learn a new language. New world. Every universe. Yep, universal. Everybody. Everyone speaks the same language. No Can't more just pick one that's dialects. already existed? And like ours? Just convert everybody over. That like would be ours. easy. Number four <laughs> is rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Isn't that what we do now? In my world. Maybe in your world. But my rose tint glasses. I think most people are a little, you know, they don't really have tempered reason anymore. Yeah. Um, five is protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. We don't have fair laws? Well, we might, but I think this is speaking in, like, universal world, terms. Universal? Yeah. So third world countries can't take an eye for an eye. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. So, kind of bringing it back to that whole so one this is world. A, this is a mop-up. They want to clean the world yeah. up. Seven is avoid petty laws and useless officials. Speeding tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Most of our government. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is balance personal rights with social duties. Mm. Number nine is prize truth, beauty, and love seeking harmony with the infinite. What's the infinite? Whatever you think it is. So you never end with it. It just keeps going. Love all your people? Yeah, that's getting a little cultish, or could, depending on what they mean by that. I have bread. Would you like to break bread? Sure. (laughs) And then the last one is, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Was that in there twice, or you read that twice? No, that's in there twice. So someone commissioned this, to have these put up, it is in eight modern languages. So probably the most common. Right. Eight. Whoever you know would go there would find this, you know, and probably be able to read it. The capstone on the top with all the classical languages. Um, what that inscription says is, "Let these guide stones 
be an age of reason. So that's, who knows, right? So all of these slabs together weigh um, a little over 238,000 pounds. I mean, this is like some massive... Each piece of slab? The, all the stones all together. together. Yep. Now they have these astronomic features. So there's a channel through the stone which indicates the celestial pole. Horizontal slots indicate the annual travel of the sun. So this is kind of like Freemasony stuff to me, like when I hear about that, like, you know, I don't know. Um, and then the third um, aspect of it is that the sunbeam through the capstone marks noontime throughout the year. So no matter where it is in the world, where the sun is, at any time when it comes through the capstone, it's always noon. So people that did this had to have some... They had to be kind of smart. Yeah. Well, hang on. So this is in 1980. Yep. So think about all the historic landmarks that we have found and we've learned through, whether it be religion, science, history, all of this stuff, someone sat down, this is just a guess here, someone sat down and took all of these ideas, refined them a little bit, and made them more of a um, updated version where all people can kind of see in the same language. So. Yep. The group is, they call themselves the Age of Reason. That's all they're known for. So no matter who, what they've tried to do, they can't figure out who actually commissioned this thing. And it had to have been pretty expensive. Yeah. So there had to be a good chunk of money behind it. So somebody with money behind it. There's also supposedly a time capsule. So this is another weird thing. So there's all the stones, and then there's a stone that is set off to the side in the ground that gives the dimensions of this structure... Tells about the astronomic features, does the weight, the height, all that stuff, and then also talks about a time capsule. And it says that there's a time capsule put six feet underneath the structure, and it says to be opened on, but the date is blank. They never filled in the date. So that's a little weird, too. Like, well, what does that mean? So people speculate, like, did they not put a date because they think the world's going to end at some point? There's a lot of like this whole new world order kind of thing with this one language, one judicial system, one everything, and no independent stuff anymore. So this is under the foundation, right? Yeah. So it's not like somebody's going to go trooping in there no. at a night and kind of have to move this whole chisel thing. it out and move it and, hey, yep. guess what we got? So people come from all over the world now to look at this thing. Um, and they also have people that come and try to study it and decipher what these things mean. Um but they have not been able to figure anything out. Now, this is like the craziest thing. So, in 2014, there was a new stone added. So, all it is, is a stone that comes into the corner of two of the slabs, and it's just on both sides, so it kind of makes like, I'm trying to show these guys, what, you know, kind of what it looks like. It goes like this around the pillar. Mm -hmm. And on one side it says 2-0, and on the other side it says 1-4. So no one understands what the relevance of marking 2014 was when that it had be been anything. up. You could do any type of mathematical equation right. with that. But in 2014, this 2014 stone appeared. And it's the only time anything has ever been added to the structure. You don't know if the original people that put the structure up were even responsible for putting that little addition on. Right. Nobody's but they could any have, idea. They could have, if, um, by the time whoever did this, could have passed on and left instructions for a next set of group. could be a secret society. 
all right, in 2014, we think such and such things are going to happen. Maybe um, all of the, the writings in here will come to fruition and these people will be living it. So you pass it down in your little group and say, okay, 2014, put this up. But within that 2014, there's probably some type of symbolism number-wise within it. There's another code in it. So where exactly in Georgia is this? In Elbert County. Is this in the? Is it like in a public? It's like out. It's like place? forty-five miles outside of. of um, I'm trying to remember exactly. Atlanta? Yeah, that I think so. I mean, I think it's. I think it's Atlanta. Like forty-five miles outside of it, the town is small. I mean, it's got a population of five thousand people. You're never gonna know this who is it is. Middle of nowhere. You're never gonna know who it is because that would defeat the purpose. Just like back in the old days, we never knew who did what, even though they left sign saying it was it was this group or that group you truly don't know where it's coming from so keeping in line with that idea right you put something up and you make it who knows 100 years 200 years people are still talking well when did this come into play because there's nothing other than the, the the historic places that we're finding now i mean they're buried it's not like they're just hanging above ground you know, yeah, we have the Stonehenge, or we have this and that. Everything else we're finding is underground, so they just turn around and just put something up. Yeah. Well, you don't have, even have to look for it. People are, they theorize that this is everything from, like, just some kind of modern art, you know, commentary on useless monuments, everything from, you know, some kind of religious cult, because the R.C. Christian, R.C. is very commonly seen in, like, Roman Catholic, it's mm -hmm. the abbreviation. So to say Catholic christian it's kind of like the two main religions in the world you know is does this have something to do with that there's all kinds of conspiracy theories because no one knows and what i don't understand is why would you go through all the time money effort everything to have this you know put up all these things just to sit back and never take credit for it self-fulfilling why yeah. self-fulfilling of what, though? Because if you're really trying to get your message out, people don't know what your message is. They're trying to figure it out. They could just be messing with people. Or... I know. It's probably like, you know, like Steve Jobs probably put it up and was like... <laughs> it's like this, this hodunk <laughs> town in, in uh, Georgia might be someone who lived there or lives there who is rich that wanted to put his little hodunk town on the map because people are... Okay, so in the eighties, in the eighties, what did we have technology-wise to get our message out? Other than outside of a TV set or a radio, phones. You have cell Not phones. Cell phones. No home phones, landlines. You don't have internet. Mm -hmm. You don't have any of this stuff that we record and do that. Yeah, you can take pictures. You can live record it. So, a whole new era, whole new time. You're, you're putting a new message out there. I totally lost where I was going, but you put a totally new, you put a, a new message out there that is for everyone to see. It's and it's not like you have to f travel that far to find it. It's right in front of you. And if someone wanted to, here's what I was gonna say. If somebody wanted to get their message out of there and have their voice heard over, you know, what reports scientists are finding over in Peru or something, what do you do? You you slap one of these bad boys up. You got a little money behind you. Guess what? I'm the king of the hill. I just put my message out there and I took everything that we've learned and tried to redefine it for a one world, get along, hug everybody. You know, what's throwing me off is the nature thing. Yeah. Because 
religion like doesn't re- religion if it isn't kind of a religious yeah. context it really doesn't nature doesn't have a lot to do with no nature has like nothing to, to do, do with, with like christianity or anything like that no it's weird and like so that one of the universal main, thing one of the main things that conspiracists theorize too is that this is going to be like some kind of global plot for reducing the world's population and then creating a new world order. Do you guys know anything about like this whole new world order? Something. Like I've never done any research on it, so I don't really know like the story behind it and what the expectation is. But again, like it doesn't make sense because some of these things seem like they would be opposites. They would contradict what you want. Yeah. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And you feel like if a group did this, you know, were they like sitting around meeting once a month, having coffee, like, let's go through the guidestones and see what we think, you know? Like, I'm going to change the wording there because I really don't like, like, how did you come up with 500 million? They had a dartboard. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone threw a five on the dartboard with 500 million. I mean, there's got to be some ideas behind it, but who knows where where any of this is coming from. It's yeah, just... why, would you con- like, why would you contradict yourself about that? Population control. Uh-huh. Only the fittest. And then, love everybody. Let's all get together and be one happy family. Love everybody, but kill six and a half billion. (laughs) Or, could that just be a hidden message that the way we live and at the rate we're going, we're just going to kill ourselves off and it's only going to be the strongest? Well, and it's weird that they use the word cancer, too. Like, I thought that was really You mean the man-made disease? Yeah, it says, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. And so in the don't 80s, the I don't think that cancer was like that big of a disease, not like it is now. I mean, I feel like so many people are affected with it. I nowadays. would say more now, way more. So it's not like it was so prevalent. Or they using cancer as a negativity in what our world is in now, which is total chaos. Well, who knows? <laughs> See, this is why we're here. Right, Rob? That's right. I You're think. quiet, man. Yeah, I think somebody must have got paid a lot of money though to not open their mouth about this. Well, it would have to be because then the, the, the whole thing would be ruined. Yeah, they had a lot, a lot of people in their pocket. Because you think all the people that it took to make the stone, the whole crew that it would take to transport the stone there, and set it all up. And if you look at it, I they mean, were offered. It's uh, pretty big. It stands what nineteen or twenty feet tall. I mean, how tall is this Parababel Studio? I don't know, maybe like ten feet. From the ground? No, probably not. No, like, probably oh, no, wait, 25. From the floor? From the ground floor? From the ground up. From the ground floor? Yeah, probably like 20, 25. I mean, it's pretty impressive. When people are standing next to it, it's it's pretty tall. So, I don't know. It's a very strange thing. It kind of makes me want to do some more research about this, you know, New World Order stuff to see what other kind of... And they tempt you with that time capsule. Crazy stuff is in there. I know. They're saying the time capsule is right there. Six feet down. Someone needs to be in it. Well, where is it? Is it behind Mount Rushmore that there's mm-hmm. a time capsule too? Mm-hmm. That no one and and supposedly like a vault where they store all kinds of important documents. Yep, but no one can find it. Yeah, there's an opening where you can get into the back of the heads. And so weird. Yeah. When I start hearing like again like the Freemason stuff just keeps popping in, you know, and they were very much like in balance with nature and they were you know. I don't know, more scientific, less religious. So maybe they did a split on this. The whole nature thing, they took they took the the uh, the scientific side and separated it out with nature and love and you know, kindness. And then they took the scientific end of this and let's kill off people 
keep it under control so there's a balance, which is, might be the whole picture here, is something about balance. Yeah, well, it kind of reminds me of the Freemason, you know, what's the the thing that they have in all of their, that they use to measure all the stone, you know, their, no. their logo, the tool that they use. Oh, the, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, though. I don't know. It's just... If you think about it, there's so much stuff that still goes on with, like, the Freemasons and the Illuminati and all that kind of jazz, but they can't just come out and do things that they used to do because now it's, like, too well-known. So, yeah, I don't There's know. too much you can get to. I feel like this might have been, like, a way to kind of throw something out there that without telling people, like, that's what it was. We should go and put cameras on it. Yeah, well, people are, like, there all the time checking it out. Trying to, like, decipher, you know, read in between the lines. What does this stuff really mean? See, that wouldn't... This wouldn't impress me because it's in my time era. It's in our time era. It wasn't like we just dug this up 5,000 years ago. Like, hey, look what we found. Well, I know. We're, anybody who had their hands on that isn't even considered a it picture. Kind of, yeah. But to it me, it's like, eh, someone's just screwing around. Yeah. It because kind of like is crazy. A, a rich person with too much time on their hands. Because back then, they I think they had more of a purpose to leave something versus this. This is going to leave something, definitely. But, you know, the message and the word, you know what? We're already evolved as a species. We're not evolving anymore. We're not getting any smarter. Um, our technology is more of a techie thing. So anything earthbound or of na- like a nature or natural... We've already hit our strides. And why build it, though, so that it shows noontime and it points to the sun and it does all... You know, like... For that matter, why put it where they put it? Like, is it on is it on public land or is it on, like, privately owned land? I'm pretty sure know. it's got to be on public land because people go there and check it out <laughs> yeah. all the time. And if it was private property, I think whoever owned it would stop that from happening. Yeah. So it's, they didn't want it to be found in the sense of someone was rolling through the hills, the blue, uh, Kentucky hills or something. Look what I found, 20 feet tall. And then, yeah, it's such a small town that, of course, like the moment... They, they put, put it out it there up, to be seen. People are going to be like, what the heck is that? Yeah. But I do think it's really kind of interesting because it's like, if there was some kind of world catastrophe, you know, some crazy thing happens, and humanity almost dies out... You the know, brain to the Mecca? Well, then, you know, the humans come back out after the atomic, you know, crash... Uh, 50 years later and the world's starting to change and overgrown and they find this thing and there's no documents of anything and people are like, oh. And that's how know. religion starts. Yeah. What? Exactly. The cult of the Guidestones. Oh, no. I thought it started with alcohol. <laughs> and miracles. And mir- <laughs> alcohol and miracles. Magic. Magic and alcohol. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I just thought this was kind of interesting because it's, it's, it's hard to keep secrets nowadays. No, you feel like somebody would have talked at this point. Hide in plain sight. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But even like the like you were saying, like the one guy that chiseled the tees. Like, <laughs> you know? Time to make the tees. You know, whoever it was. <laughs> I, I'm going to stick with that whole self-fulfilling thing. You got money and you got nothing to do with it. Let's spread a word out to the, the world. So if anyone out there knows anyone that has ever worked for a foundry in Georgia... <laughs> That's not far of a stretch. I mean, that wasn't too general for you guys. Or if you do work at a foundry in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. My grandpappy. In 1980. Let us know if you have any idea who commissioned the Guidestones. Parababble. On Facebook. 
really so is that Facebook, really is that Twitter, really Instagram is that, I'm sorry oh go ahead <laughs> just, was that so is that really that popular the Guidestones yeah yeah I mean people are going there and checking it out trying to figure it out I mean to me I think Stonehenge is boring it's a bunch of stones stood up you know, on the ground woohoo yay they got magnets woo they do crazy things yay yeah. orbs <laughs> what I don't I don't I don't like this I find this more fascinating because I don't know what the hell they're trying to say or well, do Stonehenge was used for you know ritual practice and I, I think there's something kind of cool and you know just to know that that place so was so sacrifices difficult. and well, there's a little darky edge to it there or? might have been I mean it was back you know during pagan times still but just the fact that it was built with no tools no real anything i mean those stones weigh so much that it's kind of like you know we always talk about the egyptians and how how they managed to build the pyramids i think that's why stonehenge is what it is because it's like how did people get the stones to be the same size be able to get the capstones on top of that when they weigh like tons you know i mean that's the the magic of the place clearly aliens well who knows I mean, this is like, to me, you know, this is 1980, so you're going to get out there with your bulldozer and your, you know, your cranes and you're placing these things down. And... I think the fascinating part to this whole thing is because we've all heard these messages one way or another. No doubt about it. Anyone who's followed history, science, paranormal, anything. We've all heard these messages in one form or another. This has just been chopped up and put into a new kind of... Like your chase your tail kind of sequence. Well, how'd you even get all the languages right? There's no Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody's somebody had to what be were really they, smart. Do, do, do they do they label? Uh, do they say what they are? They didn't. It just says the the eight most. So most used. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably it's probably like obviously it's English. It's probably Spanish, Greek, Greek, French, Italian, Mandarin, Mandarin, Mandarin. Maybe Chinese. There we go. We're going to work, people. Thing. Yeah. I mean, everything because I read just said, like, eight, the eight most popular languages. I mean, that's just, it's just, I think the fascinating story is how they got it up with no one catching on to this. That's the mystery. We can build stones in the 80s. We can, we're obviously, at that point, building technology that's like, oh, snap, so why can't we slap some stones together and put some writing on it? The trick is. How do you get it up over one night and the next day it's just, oh, where'd that come from? I go go to work every day. I stop at McDonald's. And there's this now a 20-foot statue saying, yo, we're going to kill off some people, but hey, love them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, meanwhile, is... It's 90 miles east of Atlanta, 45 miles from Athens, and 9 miles from the center of Elberton. So in the middle of nowhere. Pretty much. Yeah, what, what what is around it? You couldn't look back in the day. Say, well, it's just Google Maps. Bam. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. It's it's very conflicting in its stories. I want to say, like, you know, you look back at our history and English, all these... Spanish, Swahili, Swahili, Hindu, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Russian. So, let's see, a couple of them are throw-offs. Russian would be a throw-off, I think. Hindu is a pretty 
well-known language. It's used in a lot of countries. The well, Swahili. Cold War with Russia then? 1980. AD or 80s? 80. This is 1980. March yep. 1980. Isn't that when the U.S. won the gold over Russia? It was. And yeah. we hated Russia at that time? Yep. Yeah. So maybe this was a, a message. Maybe. Or it covers all the spots in the world. Yeah, maybe so, like geographically. You can, Holy you can, crap. You can, Conspiracy theory. We need a world map, a ruler, and a marker. <laughs> I want the marker. <laughs> to and map out where all these languages. Yep. I bet you. It's going to make the Freemason tool. The... <laughs> I bet you it does. <laughs> I bet you it's in the lines of where languages travel or cross over. So everyone can get the message. It's very strange. I mean, just us talking about it, not really knowing like anything else except the basics, and we've managed to come up with a bunch of theories ourselves. So people that have been doing this. I don't why we're killing off people. Maybe that's yeah. maybe they maybe they knew something. They know something now because like you look at stuff that you know. There's all these these all these um, theories. You know, cancer's man-made. Uh, age was made. It was in seventy-two. You know, and then it got, they put it into Africa, and boom, next thing you know that. Uh, uh, let's look at chemtrails. You know, the idea behind that is to drop chemicals, slowly kill off your population, have a population control. But why do you put that in there? Saying yeah. they know something, it's happening, regardless of what you think. Well, that's one of the So theory. you better get together and, yeah. and love your man. So now we're in the 60s. We're in the hippies generation of love and drugs and hugs. Love and drugs and hugs. That's right. That should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Smelling like patchouli oil. So, it, it was defaced in 2009. What? They cleaned it off, but the guidestones were defaced in 2009. So we're in the south. Who would do that? Someone wrote F the NWO. The New World Order. So somebody, somebody definitely... So, so somebody's thinking it's a new world order, period. Well, that's been, I think, the most common theory, just because it talks about one language, one court system, everybody having equal rights, you know, there being no separate anything. It's all under one rule. And isn't that what some of these countries would love to do? I'm sure. Have one united world? Well, it's, what is it? Is it, and I don't want to speak wrongly, but I believe it is the born-again Christians that believe that the Antichrist is going to come and that's going to start the whole um, rapture and the Antichrist is going to be someone who brings the world together so one world currency one world religion all these things and he's going to come in the guise of somebody who everybody is very drawn to and that's going to like start the whole thing so what you're saying is we have three more years under our current dictator. Because <laughs> he ain't bringing shit together. <laughs> so, three more years of, all right, yep. we got this. So, we don't have to worry about the rapture for three years. <laughs> oh, that's good. But they've said that, you know, many false gods would come through. Yeah, well, there was a big, I remember Bush when Obama... Was one. Obama had so much Obama. popularity across, like overseas, that people speculated that it was going to be. He's working him. for another nation, yep. so and he was softening up our our belief system and be kind and do this and everyone get on the hug train. Not me, brother. <laughs> I wasn't getting on the hug train. Nope, nope. Ain't drinking that Kool Aid. But anyway, so it, it could very easily be 
just a, a message that people want out there. Whoever did this. I mean, the three of us could probably sit down and put something together like this. The message. Yeah. You know, throw all our ideas in one pot and then sit down and refine it so it, it kind of flows. But the flow on this is really just, it's, it's choppy. I mean, they want you to think. They don't want you to think. They want you all together, but then they want you separated by survival of the fittest. That's what's very strange. It's like balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, and love seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Or they knew podcasts were going to be really important in 2017. <laughs> people sit around the table going, what the shit? I know. What do you think, Rob? Crazy. I think, you know, how hasn't someone on their deathbed that was involved in this said something about it yet? Yeah, I know. Or like a receipt hasn't popped up. You know, <laughs> <receipt>. like something. <laughs> Penny's <this>? hardware. <laughs> this or guy bought plans. like 2,000 bolts. <laughs> you know, the plans for it somewhere, you know? Well, wait a minute. Who's the guy that bought, uh, bought, uh, brought, um, built that park made out of stone, but he never had, he never left the, uh, the blueprints to anybody, so they don't know how he did the stone park. Remember that? One guy, he had no friends. He was kind of like, and he built all these different stone artifacts in his like property. And to this day, that you know, they sit there and ponder how he did it, and he was the only one who did it. Well, is it the Winston House too that has like all those staircases that lead to just doors, doors. open to nothing? Winchester. Winchester. I thought it was something That's like to that. Pull the ghost and to get them confused and get them lost. <laughs> so strange. There's and no one knows why. Like, no one seriously knows why. Was it just an unfinished project? Well, there's a lady living there at the very end, right? She was the one who was doing this because she said this place was haunted. Yeah, was. But you're taking something like this and you're trying to put a message out there more than a survival in your own home. So, you know, it makes a good point. Why isn't someone just go, hey, by the way, I did this on my deathbed. And then uh, it comes out. But then again, who's going to believe that? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I will tell you this. Jeff says... It will probably it would have probably been more believable back then if someone came up on their deathbed and said something like this. Because we have so much technology and BS out there now, anyone could have said anything and done anything. Yeah. That's why, you know, one percent of the internet is truth. So maybe or maybe they just got they got whacked. That's possible. Maybe whoever did that just had them all picked off, everyone that helped them. You could. Because if you had to have this type of money and you had to have some type of clout where you can keep these people quiet so no one gets this. I think this is like probably a group of some kind of secret society. Yeah. Some kind of like eyes wide shut weirdos that have way too much money and wanted to make a statement of some sort without coming out and... And let's face it, how many secret societies do we know about? Well, none, because they're secret. We know. That's what I was going to say. We do know about plenty. We, we know ones that are pop up and occur that we have our eyes on. Yeah, but, but that's how many of these around are, forever, too. Right, but how many are there underground that just... Probably a lot. Because they see what happens when they get in the limelight. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. Am I talking about the Fight Club? Is that what I'm saying? No. Oh, if you're in the... Have you ever seen yeah. that? Have you yeah. ever seen the movie Fight Club? Mm-hmm. T- Tyler Durden, that's what he says. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. The first rule of the Georgia Guidestones group is you don't talk about the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think just your... Well, 
let's let's say we have a group of people who are skilled at what they do, and you bring them in to the part of your group. Hey, I want to be part of the secret society. Well, you put your word out underground. Rob, I know you know how to um, use a crane and a hoist. Allison, I know you know how to sandblast. You know, uh, Joe Schmo over there knows about um, script, scripture and, you know, study. This guy's a scientist. So you put all these guys together. You don't necessarily need to hire, here's your point, you don't have to hire your scrub and make them quiet because they're actually part of the group. You know, there is no, hey, I got paid off $50,000 back then and I got a house and I was told never to talk again. I don't know. The more people involved, the more likely it is there's going to be a leak somewhere. More hands in the cookie jar, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's why I think it was just this one RC Christian that had this thing commissioned. And everything was done under that pseudonym. Pseudonym, yeah. but no one even knows what it means. So, so maybe it's just point? there to throw it. I don't know. I don't know. If you I talk, s- you sleep with the fishes. It's a mystery. Or it's you end it's, up in a it's water self-fulfilling. <laughs> Right, Rob? That's right. You want to talk about your unsolved mystery? Sure. <laughs> that involves no weird sayings, just a strange water tower? The Illuminati may be involved, though, just so you know. <laughs> they could be. Like, I don't know. No, are you talking about the water tower on the 290? Yeah. No, there's a real <laughs> Illuminati. That is our own mystery. <laughs> well, I'll get there to the Illuminati, like, for real here. So. No. Are you really serious? No, yeah, I'm serious. That's an underground group. <laughs> It's happening. It wouldn't be an unsolved mystery without the Illuminati or the Freemasons. How do I get to be a member of the Illuminati? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Money. Do you just go on Career Builder? I just know that Beyonce and Jay-Z are part of it. That's all I always hear. (laughs) Look, I'm a monster looking for a part-time Illuminati. (laughs) Ah, That's me. (laughs) I should look into that. Well, you never know. Yeah. So... My mystery is much more pleasant. It's a murder case. <laughs> Stepping it up. I love yep. it. Well, maybe a murder case. Possibly a suicide case. Possibly an accident. We don't know. That's why it's a mystery. So this is Eliza Lamb, who I, I'm pretty sure we talked about on the show before. An episode, like, Sounds like briefly. Maybe on like one of our current event episodes. We just touched on it a little bit. But it came up when I was doing research for this again, and... It's just so crazy that I had to go into detail with it. So, in 2013, I believe it was, um, the student from Vancouver, she was 21, I believe. Her name was Eliza Lam. She was found dead in the water tower on top of the Cecil Hotel in California, in Los Angeles. In the water tower. In the water tower. So someone stuffed her in the water tower. That's what they say. Well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe she went in there on her own. But... Anyway, this happened, I mean, her body was discovered after hotel guests began to complain of the taste, smell, and color of the water. God, yes, I remember this now. Oh, man. (laughs) Her body had been decomposing in the water tower for two weeks. Like cabin fever. (laughs) Yep. Didn't people try to, like, sue because of that? I'm sure they did. They they should have. (laughs) They should have? Yeah. So, the coroner discovered, like, Determined that the cause of death was drowning. Big surprise. But they also determined that there were no drugs or alcohol found in her system. So, that's that. But it gets strange because of a couple reasons. Well, it's strange that she drowned. The water tower, yeah. But, But it's strange how she got there. 
But if she was going to commit suicide, she would have probably taken some pills first. Or something, something. like, why would I try to, you know, yeah. choke myself out in the water if I have a fear? No, no, yeah. Anyway. I mean, it was strange just how she got there. Because the water tower, she would have had to climb ten feet up to get into the water tower. And before that, just to get to the roof, she would have had to get through a locked door of the hotel. Which also had an alarm attached to it. So if anyone went through, an alarm would have gone off and notified hotel staff. None of that happened. And I don't believe the lock was tampered with at all when uh, they discovered her body. Employees. Did she work there? No, she was a student in, from Vancouver, just visiting. Just visiting. Mm-hmm. So, let me see here. The other strange thing about this, of course, is the... Um, the security footage that was found shortly before her disappearance. And uh, the coroners believe that this was just before she died. Like, like moments before she died. And I'm going to play it and I will post it on uh, a link to it on the Perry Bible Facebook page. But there is a security footage video from one of the elevators in the Cecil Hotel. Like I said, just moments before she died of this student... And she is by herself. She goes in an elevator. And she's acting really weird. She, like, pushes a bunch of buttons on the elevator. The door does not close at all. Like, something's wrong with the elevator. It will right, not... you can see her. She popped out to look. Yeah, and she's, now like... she's hiding in a corner. Yeah, she's, like, hiding at one point, And then she keeps, like, peeking out the elevator to kind of look and see what's going on. So, something outside, but you cannot see anything outside the elevator. And she just keeps peeking in and out, kind of. And another thing, like I said, the elevator does not close. Like, she's pushing all these buttons. It's not closing. So, you can't really explain that. Because she is pushing buttons. Now she's standing outside on the floor looking around. Now she's... Yeah, it's... The video is kind of creepy. In, the way out. that she moves around a little bit. Like, at some point you'll see her hand gestures are, like, really weird. She goes like this, almost. Like... She looks like she's on drugs. So, it's strange that there was nothing found in her system. Well, she looks oriental, would I be... Yes, you're correct. And their belief system in ghosts and spirits, you know, they hold that as a higher value. Okay, okay so she's still chilling outside here. Yeah, Obviously so... Obviously, kind of... Yeah, the video, I mean, that was right before she died, so she must have somehow gotten her way to the roof. Yeah, she's like point. Pu- she's punching in every button. Yeah, and in the elevator is not closing. And at the end of the video, you'll see it finally closes only after she leaves the elevator, and then it starts to work again for some reason. I don't know. That looks like that could be really. Maybe it's, no, it's a video camera in the elevator. Yeah, she's like putting her hand through the door as to say it's not. No, she has she's doing all these weird motions. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. So another thing about the the water tower that she was found in is the opening was only 16 inches wide, but, but I mean, she doesn't look like she's that big of a girl. Mm, but still, 16 but still, inches isn't that, that big. big. No, that's like... Not that's like tiny. All. Yeah. So that's another mystery. Is and there was no trauma to her body or anything like that? No. Cause of death, drowning. So the roof is locked. With an alarm system on there. The water tower has no conceivable way to get into it. There's a 16-inch opening, and I guess you can 
the opening you would have to actually physically open, and it's like a heavy, like metal opening. So she would have had to open it, fall in, and then close it. She would have had to climb ten feet up to it first. Because you can walk on the inside of these tunnels, or the inside of this tank. Mm-hmm. They leave you a walkway around so you can go in there and work on stuff. So when you actually see a door, you can actually physically walk in there. It's in the tanks a little smaller diameter-wise. Because I was watching the one be built by, uh, there closed. Um, watching the one be built. And I was like, oh, that's how that works. Because you can get on the inside. So she would have had to climb up and jump in. Yeah. It doesn't Somehow. make any sense. No, I'm doesn't. thinking that sounds like a pretty good hoax. Well, except her body was found. So it's it's weird because nobody knows how this happened, but there are some theories. So oh. I want to hear these theories because I have a I have a hard time believing that someone just said I'm gonna go through all this trouble. Yeah, like yeah, you're gonna commit suicide. You're not gonna go through a lot of trouble. No. Yeah. So the the most like down to earth theory is that a hotel worker killed her because they would have been able to mess with the elevator. Maybe they would have had access to the roof. But again, like, there was no other kind of trauma found on her, you know? Right. Like, so why would somebody just make she kinda, her like, walk in there? went there. And even if she, even if they made her get into it, from what Jeff's saying, if there was a spot for her to stand in there, why would she still have gotten into the water? From what I saw, there wasn't a spot for her to, to On actually, the inside? Yeah. Like, the, it was, it was really high. Like, nope, it was, like, right up to the to the top because that went into the uh, the theory of her committing suicide with it because, somebody very easily yeah. could have you know that makes sense they could have um, said ooh look at her but the problem with that being is you know how do you get the elevator to stop how do you she looks spooked out on this video yeah she does it's not like she's like da 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 what's going on what's going on oh yeah. there's something going on I mean if you're trying to generate a hoax like that, yeah, I don't see it working too mm-hmm. smooth. So if you're an employee and you say, ooh, you know what? I got a fetish for killing people or students. Let's go and get this one. How do you make the elevator stop? How do you get her spooked out? How do you get her to the roof and in the water tower without any other like physical damage to her body? Yeah, and without her trying to like get away fight. Yeah, fight. Night, it would have been nails that, scratching you know? or knocking her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's really weird, too, because you see her in the video trying to, like, hide from something, but you never see anything. Yeah. You never see somebody walk past the elevator, even. Yeah. Which is also strange, because that video goes on for a good, you know, what, four minutes? Four minutes. Yeah. Not a mm-hmm. single patron in the entire hotel Well, comes the in hotel there. is in, not in a nice place, I should mention. It's, like, in Skid Row in L.A. And it's also the hotel that, um, like, a lot of bad shit happened. Like what? In history. Um, like the Black Dahlia, that was like the last place where she was seen before she was murdered. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's been, like a lot of people have committed suicide or murders there. Um, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, mm-hmm. stayed there when he was on his murder spree in oh my God. So it's building some history, but... Is this the hotel that was the yep. infamous, um... It was the, I think it was the inspiration for, for American, yeah, Horror American Horror Story. American Horror Story? Yeah. I think so. Oh. Yep. So yeah, all that crap happened. Um, so a hotel, hotel worker is like the most down-to-earth explanation, or theory I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from the suicide, which 
there is evidence that she had like she was suffering from depression and everything before that you know like uh, posts on her Twitter and Facebook pages before and I guess she was being treated for it she was going to open about it but still like how do you get through the locked door without setting off the alarm why would you choose that way to kill yourself like how would you like why and how you know you maybe one of the employees said something you know like an assisted suicide because um, like you again, said this is 2013 yeah it's like Ellison said though like why not just take pills or something like why find out how to be like a ninja and get past a locked door Literally. with an alarm right. just to go drown yourself in the water tower which drowning is like one of the worst ways yeah, to die exactly I mean if you jump off a bridge it's there's no turning back if you climb up a ladder 10 foot and Go, all right, I'm going to jump in the tank right here. The water's two feet away from me. But we're still missing the whole point that she got out there through the alarm. Yeah. She got to the water tower without the alarm going off. She got through a lock and without setting off an alarm. She had help. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to know. She wouldn't have known that there was an alarm on there. How would she know to avoid it? Mm -hmm. You know? It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Did they ever say anything about why the elevator wasn't working? Like, was it just out of order? No. No, no, but even if you watch the video to the end, it starts to work as soon as she leaves. Like, as soon as she gets far enough out of the elevator at one point, the door closes and it starts to work again. And that's when the video ends. It's so weird, too, how she's, like, crouched over. Yeah, she's, like, bent over. Could be two parts of a host. does that? Her hand motions are like going like this. If you watch the whole thing, she's doing like this at one point on the hall to somebody. Really? It looked yeah. It looks like she's doing this. I don't know if I saw that part. No, it's a hoax. It's. What do you mean it's a hoax? The first part of it's a hoax. They do the whole elevator thing, and then the people who know about it being in a hoax turn around and say, "Yeah, we're gonna kill her." <laughs> That's a serious conspiracy theory right there. That's like major conspiracy theory. Yeah. Well, why do you think she was what? making weird hand gestures? I don't know. Why was she hiding in the corner of the elevator? Why, who Was she talking to someone outside the elevator? Was she just mentally ill? Well, that that was the... The, uh... The one theory behind the suicide. Is that she like, was she hallucinating? Illness. Well, again, if she was hallucinating, you'd think they would have found the drugs in her system. Yeah, but maybe she was just, like, schizophrenic and was off of her meds. That's possible. But still, you always end up running into the problem of how did she get past the locked door with the alarm? And through a 16-inch hole. Yeah, after climbing 10 feet up the water tower, which I don't think really was an easy way to get up there. It's not like there was a ladder that said, climb up here to drown yourself. I mean, if you think about that, a ruler is this long, right? Yeah. 12 inches, yep. like another 4 inches. Yeah, that's you not much space. You whole body through there. I mean, like I said, she's not big, but that's small. So, you did all the research for this. Mm-hmm. Were any of the conspiracies of how this happened, did any of it make sense to you? I mean, there's three more theories. All right. So what I are saved the, the fun what are ones the for last. Oh, yes! I love when you do that. It's like a little added surprise at the you end. You got to, because, I mean, those, the suicide or the murder, they're the two that are more grounded in reality, like I said. They're more, you know... Nothing paranormal going on. So either on there. somebody killed her or she killed herself. Yeah. Okay. But again, I mean, there's holes in both of those theories, especially the suicide. A lot of holes in that. Right. Um, so the next one is that there was some kind of ghost possession, maybe demonic. 
What was her nationality? I know she, you said we were. She was from Canada, but she, yeah, she was Asian. You know, like I said, they, maybe they. Yeah, it's tough. If if this story didn't have a video, you could lay all kinds of claims to what it was. Mm-hmm. But this video absolutely takes apart the second half of it of how she died and how she got to where she got to. I mean, it's still weird without the video because you got to wonder how did she get there. Like, if she killed herself, how'd she get through that door? How'd she and again, climb up like, there? what would be the purpose? If somebody wanted to kill her, why mm-hmm. would they go through all the trouble to get her out of the hotel, up on the roof, up 10, 10 feet of stairs, into a hole, just to close the top and walk away? I mean, a hotel worker, you could argue that they would be able to get her up to the, to the roof. They'd be able to know how to unlock it and get past the alarm and put her in the water tower. But then there's two big holes. There's one. How is there no other physical damage to her body? Right. I'd be fighting left Or right. I'm sure the police, the first people they went and questioned were the hotel workers that had access to the roof. They would, might have been injured, too. I mean, it was only would, two weeks later. They would, really would chloroform or something that knocks you out like that leave, us, uh, leave anything in your system if you uh, inhaled it in your lungs? Well, know. it doesn't matter. You're in water. So anything, any type of residue or residual stuff that was there... Forget it. That's probably washed out. Yeah. But then, how did they get the elevator to not work like that? And like, they still would have had to carry her then up those 10 feet of stairs, 10 feet to get to the top of the water tower. Yeah. So and you're probably saying... However many floors it was to get to the roof without leaving evidence on the security camera in the elevator. Plus, in the video, it looks like if someone did kill her and she was like hiding from this person in the video, like it looks like... Obviously, that's the killer that she's, like, paranoid and looking at. How did that person control the elevator from that hallway where they were? Like, I could see maybe they'd be able to do it, like, from and nothing in like, the elevator or in a control room or something. I don't think you can do that. Where's but, your phone? Yeah. <laughs> Again. Where's your phone? Why aren't you on your she, phone? She, I think they said her phone broke that week. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's where it starts to get fishy. Because that tied into the suicide theory, is that uh, she was doing okay because she was getting a lot of support from friends and whatnot, but they think because after her phone broke, she wasn't in contact with anyone, the depression got to her, and that's what caused her to kill herself. So she just randomly checks into a seedy hotel that she is going to know that she has a water tower that she's going to get into and kill herself. Yep. And this video matches up to the time around where she ended up dying and how they put it together. The coroner thinks that that video is right before she ended up dying. So, demonic possession. Yep, so, like, she was possessed or a ghost got to her. Like, either she was physically possessed or some sort of... There's lots of negative energy they can attach to. Entity got there, especially in a place like that. Like we said, it's a dark, like everything it's that a, was there. It's a... It's a, it's a murky pit. Did they ever figure out who killed the Black Dahlia? Or is that still an unsolved mystery? That's still an unsolved mystery itself. I almost went to that too. (laughs) You started down this rabbit hole? Yeah. But I stopped. Because this was enough. (laughs) So, what's the next crazy theory? Well, I promised the Illuminati, right? Yes. Okay, so the the next theory is yes, the Illuminati did it. Because before she went to, to LA, like, you know, there's records of her Twitter and, Inst- and Facebooks or whatever. And some of her posts, she shared a link, apparently, shortly before she died, of this article that talked about U.S. and Canadian 
defense that were working on some sort of cloaking device. She was talking about this? She she shared a link to an article about this, yeah. Where they were, like, making this cloaking device where it would be, like, make soldiers invisible. Kind of like Predator. first name? Eliza. E-L-I-S-A. Last name Lamb, L-A-M. Alright, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so she shared a link to this, and so there was also uh, another alternate Facebook page found for her after she died that she had created before she died. It was just called Lamb Eliza. It only had one friend who was a U.S. officer, U.S. Army officer or something like that. And then shortly after she died, that account disappeared. But she seems to have been involved in some sort of something to do with this cloaking technology. She was well, that's where my next thing was going to go. If, if she knew something or they were afraid she was going to talk, because it would line up to that paranoid look in the elevator. And my thing going back a little bit with that security footage, you know, could they watch it live is what I want to say. Could they watch it live in there or is that just a recorded, it's just a normal runs this recording and if you ever need to look back on it for any shady characters, you can just look back on it and you can't watch it live. So she's got her hands in some, in some stuff that maybe was going to come out. Yeah. You start talking cloaking devices and if you really do know something about this type of technology... But at that level, what is she? College? She's twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. You're 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 knowing stuff about cloaking. I mean, is there a relative or maybe she was maybe she was seeing that uh, whoever that guy was uh, the Facebook page that disappeared. I don't know, but yeah, who knows? Maybe there was somebody else in that video with that cloaking technology on. And you Look at there, it. you go. See, now there you, you bring go. it back around. Now you explain it. It is cloaked. But again, then, like, why would they kill her the way that they killed her? That's really, really weird. If it was that... Because she was going to spill the beans on something. If it was that deep Illuminati, they could have just made her disappear and never be found again. There's a Lamb Eliza closed group on Facebook. That has 263 members. Probably people trying to... Figure out the case? Yeah. Yeah, it's a closed group. I mean, it's a big big thing from the last few years. Anyone can find the group and see who's in it. Only members can see posts. So, yeah. Drop a couple F-bombs on there and see if anyone comes to your house. Scary. (laughs) One more theory. The elevator game. Or the elevator ritual. You guys ever hear of this? No. Okay, so some people think that she, the whole death of her is because she was doing something called the elevator ritual, which is like an urban legend type of thing that's been going around. You heard about it? No. <laughs> you're about to, though, and you're about to try it. <laughs> no, I, so, gotta, I gotta play lava. No, never mind. <laughs> so the way that it works is you enter an elevator at the ground floor of a building. One minute up. It has to be at least 10 stories tall. 10 stories tall? At least 10 stories tall. Okay. Okay. We'll play along. Okay. Yeah. So. You go first, Allison. (laughs) No, I'm scared. You go to the fourth floor. Oh, and by the way, you have to be alone in this elevator. What? Why? I don't know. It's part of the urban legend ritual. So you, you go to the fourth floor. Then you go to the sixth floor, the tenth floor, and the fifth floor in that order. Okay. And then at this point on the fifth floor, a young girl enters the elevator by herself with you. 
and you must not look at her and you must not speak to her or else horrible things will happen. More of those belief systems. Yeah. So then you go to the first floor, but instead of going to the, actually going to the first floor, mm-hmm. the elevator goes to the 10th floor. And at this point, the little girl will turn to you and say, where are you going? And you can either then get off at this point, or you can keep going. But if you get off at this point, then they say you will be in another world by yourself, where nothing exists. What? So some people think that she was doing this, and she got to that point, and maybe she acknowledged that little girl that showed up. What we don't hear in there is voices. We see actions. There's no sound. In the video. So, that sounds like a really good idea. You could play a game, play a game, and then you know there's no video, and then you could kill her. Because she goes out of camera frame. Yeah. But she doesn't see anybody. So, what we don't see is when we step out of this elevator, what's around this corner? Is there a, a hallway? So if she peeks her head out, she still ain't seeing nobody, but then she can hear voices come back out. Or she could say, all right, I'm out, I'm going to walk, and then someone's got her. And it might be a sacrifice or some type of game. And guess what? There's all your subscribers coming on to YouTube now going, oh, check me out, I got a 1.5 million subscribers off of this. Yeah, no, bullshit. Uh, that sounds like, that sounds... Well, they made a movie called The Elevator Game. Did they? Mm-hmm. As I'm looking into this a little bit more. I would take it recently. Urban legend. Yeah. It's also weird, too. I saw a video that compared her whole death to uh, the movie Dark Water. Yeah, there's I a guess. lot of conspiracy in here about yeah. that, too. Which is strange because, I mean, that movie came out many years before this whole thing happened. Is this the only case of something like this happening with this elevator game? I mean, it's an urban legend, the elevator game, but this is the only case where they have, like, that I know of, that there's, like, an actual body found that they're trying to tie it to. Uh, that idea out of them all sounds, we're going to set her up. We're going to play a game. Like who? Whoever. Whoever's involved with it. Hmm. Maybe the workers at the hotel are friends. Maybe there's somebody involved in it and knowing... Set it up like a game. Okay, we're going to do this. Maybe she had a friend downstairs, and all right, you got to go up. Well, here's the key. You have to go up alone. And then you're hearing voices. There's nothing to put people in hallways and stuff and make them go crazy or think that they're crazy. She was already loose, like not stable as it was. Yeah. Why would she be playing that game, though? Yeah. I don't think. There's a theory that she was just drunk. But there was no alcohol. Well, two weeks later. Would it be... Would they, they would be able out. to find any traces? I don't know. Well, water is a way to... Even being drunk, how does she get past the door with well, the that's, alarm? Yeah. That's the, that's always, there's like always something. And they know for a fact the alarm was working. Yeah, I guess so. Like, no reports of it malfunctioning. It went off when somebody went up there to check the water tower. Like, all of that kind of stuff. There's nothing in this, the stories that said that you know the alarm just wasn't working. And so even weird. so, there's still a lock there. It sounds like somebody had to be on the inside of this. At least one person. She's still got to squeeze in the water tower. At least one person. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, if it was a suicide, there's just why not just jump off the side of the building and be done mm-hmm. quickly? Too easy. Why throw yourself into a, a vat of water that 
no one possibly will ever find you in, and you're just going to drown to death. I mean, some people think that maybe she went in there. She wasn't trying to kill herself, but it was an accident. She fell in. Mm-hmm. Or she she went in there, and, and the, the top got closed on her, and she couldn't get back out. But That's but tough. But so still, how do, you get, how do you get up there? What do yeah. you think? I think the most believable explanation is that she was possessed, or a ghost got her. <laughs> this is coming from you? No. I like how you tried to I say it on the street. I'm like, well, wait a minute, Mr. Skeptic, there's no demons. <laughs> no, I don't know, it's weird. I'm going with they played this game. And you went with the elevator ritual? I am definitely going with that, and somebody knew something, and they knew they were, they were going to kill her. And one person in that hotel definitely knows it. We could even stretch the tr- stretch it out a little bit and say, well, let's keep the dark history here. Keep the the, the story alive. Keep the place open. You know, the old man. Uh, oh, I think the place Scooby-Doo. has since shut down because of all the, the tragedy. Yeah. Or they've at least well, reopened under a different name. All the people that sued because they drank contaminated water. Oh yeah, God. that's a bit of an issue. Let me look this up. See that's if... nuts. Yeah. But, hey, cannibalism is still around in some countries. Yeah, it is. So, it's alive and well. But they cook them. <laughs> it's not like you're drinking alive and well. <laughs> it's, it's not like they just drink oh, a little blood in the water tonight. So that's the mystery. Yeah, somebody somebody offed her. Somebody, it was a game. I mean, that does sound like shit that movies are made of. But Sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. True. I mean, I don't know. It's just really odd. And it, there's so many groups on Facebook that are like the Eliza Lamb sleuths and Eliza Lamb detective trolls. group. <laughs> the trolls. Yeah, trying to figure out what happened. It's very strange. Nobody else knows anything. There's no leads to any of this. I guess not. But uh, just for the record, the Cecil Hotel was granted historical status. Because of? As of February 28, 2017. Wow. It's still open? I think so. Oh, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not got going historical anywhere. It's status. Good, yeah. It can't be torn it's, down. So it's got to be there for mm-hmm. it's how long it's been there, not its history. Mm-hmm. History just adds lore to the whole thing. Yep. So it ain't going nowhere. Hmm. So are we uh, taking a trip to Los Angeles? No. Doing a little EVP action? Playing the elevator ritual? No, I don't want to do that. I would take the stairs there. I would not get in that elevator. Yeah, no. I've already been stuck in an elevator on an investigation. It's not any fun. Yeah, we know we were there too. (laughs) And all of our equipment. (laughs) And the laughing cooks. I'll never forget... Like starting to get really freaked out, and one of our investigators was just like, "You're gonna be okay. <laughs> You're gonna be okay, kiddo. You're gonna be okay." Because I'm claustrophobic to begin with, and that was probably like my worst nightmare. Come Jeff through. learned quick after the second joke that shit was real. <laughs> I'm like, "No, come on, you're gonna another joke," and I'm like, "Oh shit, she's really having an episode here, so it must be real." Oh yeah. So like, yeah. you guys are just lucky I didn't start hyperventilating and like. I'm sure someone would have gave you mouth-to-mouth in there. I would have been like, oh my god. I was so scared. I think the only thing that saved us was that we could see people. Because we were stuck in between the two And you hear voices and you hear them laughing at us. Okay, we're not alone. People know we're stuck in here. Like, if that hadn't been the case and we were stuck and I couldn't see that, That you would have been watching me try to climb out the roof. I would have been, like, trying to climb out the roof, trying to, like, climb up the rope. 
<laughs> and it seems like the guy that the attendant that we chose not to listen to, or we chose to listen to, has had this happen more than once. See, but that's why I feel like, you know, I mean, how many times can you get stuck in an elevator in your lifetime? Hopefully just once. That's what I'm saying. That's it's the like only, I think that's the lightning. only time I've ever been stuck in an elevator. That's the only time. Yeah. But you know that now I've become so paranoid about it that if I go to get into the elevator and I feel like there's too many people in it, I won't even get in. Yeah. I'll wait because I'm paranoid that there's going to be too many people. And I, always, gonna... I always look at the little plaque that they got that says the wait limit and yep. I look at everybody I'm like, two, <laughs> four, six hundred, seven. I'm like, nope, I'll wait for the next yeah. one. <laughs> Where I work. The, the plant and the offices and are two different places. So every day I take my paperwork and I go into the office side, which is a rundown building, but the fourth floor. Fourth floor is where the office is, and I have to take a freight elevator up and down. The old style, uh, right? bring up the gate, yeah, no. bring up the gate, and then bring the gate down. Well, there's the basement and there's four floors. So I was going up there the one day, and I picked up the phone because it says, in case of emergency, call. There's no dial tone. <laughs> I'm like... It's not that I was afraid. <laughs> yeah, not that I was afraid or anything like that. But I was just like, "Well, what happens?" You know, because you sit there and you watch all these stupid movies, and you know, you see the cable snap; it comes down and it splits you in half, and all that craziness. And I'm like, "That's all bullshit." But then I'm thinking, "Well, wait a minute. This building is pretty damn old. I wonder if the phone works." Nothing. They get up there and they're like, "Oh yeah, the phone works." I think the phone doesn't work. She goes, "In case of emergency, it wasn't an emergency." I'm like, "Really? Did you just tell me this?" <laughs> I'm like. Well, that's, that's one of the things that kept freaking me out so bad when we were stuck in that elevator is that we were investigating a place that we had to keep anonymous. So it's like no, nobody even really knew we were there. And then it was like, oh, my God, we, we have to get out of here. And how are we going to get out of here? Didn't they have to call the locksmith or the uh, Otis came. Guy? Otis. Yeah. There it is. The Otis operator came and had to restart the, oh, my God, do you remember when he restarted it and we plunged? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I think he told us. Like, I think he... Maybe a slight drop. Yeah. Of 500 feet. Yeah. Because then, like, it dropped, and then it kind of, like, jiggled around a little, and then it started going, and that I was like... That place was only, like, three or four floors, so it would have been too much damage. Oh, my God. We would have been crushed. But just just to remind the kids out there, you know, if, it, if there's a weight limit, don't be like Joe Cools like us, and take anything and everything, and stuff it in an elevator... Don't fit 12 paranormal investigators <laughs> and about 300 pounds of paranormal equipment in an elevator that only has like a 500 pound weight limit. I think, didn't we do like, we it tried to figure that. the weight out after that, well, how much we were over? We were, we, were, we were stuck in there. We were like, well, I weigh one. <laughs> we're throwing out numbers like, and I shit. I weigh 230. <laughs> it I weigh was their freight elevator though. You would think that yeah. it would hold more, right? Yeah. It was small though. It was their freight elevator. Yeah, it carries chicken eggs and milk and stuff up to the kitchen or down to the kitchen, not live cargo like us and then 300 pounds of equipment mm-hmm. that was the days of the heavy dvr system yep. so be careful out there if it says 500 don't listen to the guard go 450 mm-hmm. so your first unsolved mystery had a haunted elevator does your second unsolved mystery have a haunted if we want to do my second one sure i think we can right yeah, we're, we're we have over, plenty of time. We're in overtime. We're in sure. overtime. This one's not as fun as either of the last two, whether it be yours or mine. Our sponsors love us. And it's kind of lame. It's kind of lame? No, it's not. I it's was kind of lame. not a joke I mean, off. There's no Let her rest, okay? That was only like four years ago. <laughs> I said lame, not lamb. Oh, lame, <laughs> lamb. It's all the same. Lame, lamb. Go on. We're sorry. So, this thing. The SS Urang Medan. It's a ship. Who rang? 
Madame. Oberang. Like O U R. Oh. Okay. Oberang. Madame. Madame. Madame, not Tang, not Orangutan. Madame, Madame. <laughs> 1947. So, two American ships went on a rescue mission after this USS, or no, no, the SS Orang Madame, after receiving a st- distress call from them. Uh, this was, it was a Dutch ship, by the way. Okay. And they were near Indonesia. Mm. So, the, uh, the Morse code distress call said, the first one that came through said, All officers and crew, including captain, are dead. Laying in chart room of bridge. End bridge. Possible all crew dead. So that's what came through initially. And then the last message that came through just said, I die. Okay. So he's leaving a message. Yep. Everybody's pretty much dead in the chart room. Yeah. And okay. I am pretty much going to be dying. So I die. Iceberg. I die. Okay. So they get there. It takes them a while, obviously, to get to the uh, the ship here. And so they try to uh, like reach out to them, you know, like signals and stuff. There was no response. So eventually they boarded the ship, and uh, the American um, Navy officers or whoever it was on this rescue mission found the entire crew dead. Like everyone was just dead. Everywhere. So so far it makes sense. Yep, they die. Um, their eyes were all open and their arms were outstretched and they had looks of terror on their faces. They saw the second coming? It was like, like, like they were terrified of something. Like a 1950s poster for like a big monster movie mm-hmm. and they're like, ah! So, carbon monoxide poisoning? Maybe. Who That's knows? why you put your hands up to protect yourself. Well, they were like terrified of something. It looked like they were, they, it looked like they got, they were scared to death. Iceberg. It's no iceberg in Indonesia. Oh, Wow. So no, no iceberg in Indonesia. No okay. icebergs. No, no idea why they died yet. They're Not just, yet. Our eyes are wide open. Yeah, arms are outstretched. They're all laying down. Yeah, they're all dead. Okay. So they were gonna uh, tow the ship to port to do further investigation, but as they were on the ship, a fire broke out. So they all immediately had to get off of the ship, and it eventually it exploded whole ship blew up and sank. So they never got their answers out of it. So they never got the answers out of it. And all the people had their eyes open, hands out, mm-hmm. as though they were seeing something and they were dead that way. Mm-hmm. So there's theories. There is? There are. Let's hear them. Carbon monoxide. Well, the first one I didn't look into a whole lot because it's the least fun is that this is all a hoax and that there was no such thing as the SS wearing Medan. And it's just an urban legend. But there's like newspaper reports of it and everything. It's just that there's no there's no evidence of it. So you know? but the ship blew up, supposedly. The ship was real. Maybe. Maybe not. That's the whole thing. Does anyone it's look for this ship? The wreckage? Yeah. Not that I know of, not that I found. Okay. That sounds like a um, good series for the Unsolved history channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Expedition Unknown. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Get Josh Gates on the line. Yeah, seriously. So that's the one theory that's lame, but also possibly probably true. Um, <laughs> the other theory is that pirates killed them, killed the whole crew. Um, I don't know How? if I believe that because, you know, why would they all be, like, found in the way that they were found? So they did actually get on the ship, the, the rescue. The rescue did. So yeah. they did 
have some type, if this is truthful. Yeah. According to the story, yes. They have an understanding of what they were seeing, and yep. these people were scared of something that was, or terrified of something. Yeah. Okay. And also, there was no, like, discernible wounds. Like, there wasn't, like... Gunshots, gunshots or stabbings. Or stabbings. Yeah. Like, yeah, there was nothing like So obvious. something just entered the room and then they're like... Yeah, it done. wasn't like, oh, that guy obviously died because someone shot him in the head. You know, nothing like that. So that's kind of why Pirates is like, eh. You know, that would have been a lot more violent, right. I think. Well, I'll tell you what happened. They came. They knew something was going on. There's experiments with this ship or something. They came aboard after they got the distress signal. They knew it was so top secret. So we got to get off. They blew the ship up. Let it sink, never to be told another story or a lie. Maybe. Okay. It wasn't a strong maybe, but I'll let you have that one. It's a theory. That's all these are, because they're unsolved. Right? I'm thinking that's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> yeah, it is. Was that one of your theories? No. Oh, okay. Um, well... Sort of. Yeah. This one's a toughie. It's yeah. Well, the other theory is that they were transporting illicit chemicals, such as nitroglycerin and cyanide, which combined with seawater could do bad things. I guess. I think something like that happened. Yeah, that's I think the most plausible, especially since the ship just blew up like that. Yep, some kind of gas. Yeah, nitroglycerin. Yeah, but why are those people boom. that way? Well, it's 1947. You know, they probably didn't have a lot of knowledge about chemicals and the interactions of chemicals, and they probably didn't even know what was happening at first. If I'm choking, what do you think I'm going to be doing? But what if you die before your hands get there? Then okay, you just what about like people you're... who might have ran into, like, in there, and, because if they're saying, oh, they're like this, and they're, like, terrified of something, people, there's got to be people running around on that ship not knowing what's going on, and they're going to die going, <gasps> Yeah, or you're not... suffocated to death trying to take your last breath in before your lungs was... And your eyeballs were coming out of your head. Mm-hmm. The cyanide kills people pretty quickly. So I think not... the I think the better question would be, how technically true is the report of what how they were found? You know, yeah, did they all die with their eyes open. Were they laying on their back? Were they like you know leaning against the doorway? Like... I mean, but it makes sense because if you're really like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Like it's happening. Like I die is a lot easier to type than I'm dying. Please send help yeah. and blah 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 blah. So in that sense, the way you put that, then it sounds like a chemical. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's inhaling and he knows he's slowly dying. Because yeah. something like a carbon monoxide or something like that, you're not... You, you just kinda, know. You're going to fall asleep. Yeah. But if you know you're inhaling something that's bad and you've seen other... Yeah, you're the last crew member around. I mean, think about that. Try to like take your last breath in and like, <gasps> oh, what is your face going to do? It's going to look like you're scared. Yeah. I think that's the most believable one. I do too. Except the next theory... It was aliens. It's going to blow it out of the water. Aliens? Yes. Get I saw it. Jeff's face light up after this one. <laughs> it was a UFO attack. So they had some kind of run-in with the UFO. They pissed off some aliens. And they, they should have a flare. They, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe they shined a flashlight at the Just UFO saying. or something. Which you're not supposed to do, I understand. So, yeah, aliens. I, I have a better theory. They were on a super secret mission to find Medusa. And they found her. Or she but then they would be stone. Yeah, but maybe that's just hype. Maybe she really just kills people by looking at them. That's and true. over the years, the story has just turned into stone. Stone. So now we got a new theory. Can we add that? 
Can we yeah, do I'm that in Wikipedia and put in like? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Can you verify that? Can you verify the other four? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, there it is. Medusa's on the loose. So this was actually kind of a fun topic, and I feel like we should do more Unsolved Mystery episodes. We sure can. I had a hard time <coughs> deciding which Unsolved Mysteries so to do. So did I. There That's was a I lot of them. Pick two. I still want to find out where Jimmy Hoffa's buried. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, Unsolved Mysteries out there that I think are still pretty cool to look into. Like how did Parababble get to 50 episodes next episode? Whoa. Yeah. That was heavy. Yeah. Get to know Seriously. the Parababblers a little bit better. In our 50th episode. Is that the golf clap? <laughs> it was Yay. a clap. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's 50! Yay! All right. Well, hopefully you can amp that up before we actually record the 50th episode. We'll see. So, yeah. any last words about Unsolved Mysteries? They're mysterious. There are so many Unsolved Mysteries out there that we probably haven't even touched on them yet. Nope. Nope. I feel more more of these episodes coming. As much technology and information and people combing the earth for this type of stuff, we I don't even think we've done ice tip of the iceberg stuff. I would agree with that. Yep. That is definitely a, a pair of battle. I have to go now because I have to join in a, a Eliza Lamb closed group on Facebook. Me too. Bye. Oh, you went you to gonna... see if you can get joined? Yeah. I want to find out what they're talking about in a closed group. Seriously. Right? What well, if you they... could do that? We'll find out. We'll get to the bottom of I mean, it. Do you have to have credentials for this? Or? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Maybe they'll let the the join. Maybe. We have. We, we are have special investigators. Yeah. We're the press. Oh, we're special, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what do you think? The hey. walls are talking. The studio is haunted. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes it is haunted. You know, so it happens. There you go. Yeah. I, got, I got to go play the elevator game now. All right. Have fun. You can do it alone. Yep. Maybe I'll see you next time. Maybe I won't. You'll probably don't look around the, the top of the corner there on the tenth floor. I won't be there. Remember, do not acknowledge a little girl. Do not look at her. You gotta acknowledge her. No, then you'll be dead. You won't be dead. Yeah, you will. She's still alive. Until later. She found her in a water tower. <laughs> two weeks later. Later. Yeah, but she was dead. she was sitting there two weeks. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> Stay dry, kids. Honey, why is there a hair in my water? That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs>